Welcome back to Two Dudes Watch Cartoons, the podcast where two dudes, that's us, watch cartoons. My name is Evan. And my name is Alex. And today we are covering a fun one. We're covering one of my favorites, if I'm being honest. It's like a quirky favorite. Like I would I would never tell an avid anime watcher that this is one of my <laughs> top favorite animes because I feel like they would roast me. But Same. this show is just so great. But today we are covering... One Punch Man. One Punch! Sorry, had to. Okay. Well, yeah, one of the greatest theme songs, at least for season one. I didn't like so that good. they changed it. Well, that's but, a typical anime thing. They change yeah. the intro and outro every season. Sometimes they do it every arc, not even every season. So be happy yeah. that we got it for a whole season. So, you know, at Two Dudes Watch Cartoons, we love our superhero content. There's we the do. Marvel. Yes, we There's do. There's the DC. But we also like anime. And One Punch Man is... Just the perfect intersection. Let's give, I'm sure there are a few people that are listening to this that have never heard of or seen One Punch Man. So here's like our Reader's Digest version before we get into the real meat and potatoes of this story. Um, Oh my God, it's going to sound so ridiculous when I say it. Okay, Saitama is a hero for fun. And he is, hmm... For lack of a better term, unstoppable. He is. <laughs> there's a reason he is called One Punch Man. No one in the universe calls him that, but the anime he takes out every single villain with one punch. Now you may say, "How do you have a compelling anime when the hero is, like I said, unstoppable?" And that's what is like so fun and begs the question about this. That's what kind of got me to tune in. Is I was like, "This guy's really unbeatable." And I'm now engrossed in this huge imaginative world. So um, that's like my my really shitty version at not spoiling anything. What would you tell people who haven't heard of this at all? To to flesh this world out a little more. This is a world where superheroes are commonplace. There's a whole like roster and ranking organization and organization. uh, But on the flip side, monsters also run amok. That's the other thing is they're pretty daily. That's why there's the need for superheroes. Go on. Sorry. Yeah. So this One Punch Man, the anime is based off of a manga called One Punch Man. And there's also two versions of this manga. There's a very nice looking version that looks like any manga you've ever seen. But the original is a webcomic by this guy named One, uh, O-N-E. And it's just like his shitty drawings of superheroes in an anime is this style. how this started yeah what yeah so it started as no like idea. a shittily drawn webcomic i mean it looks pretty well but it's like very clearly amateur and then that got republished into the manga uh which is just a more polished version of it it's probably different artists but it's all the same writing all his writing and then that was You're blowing my mind anime. but that's You're blowing so my like mind, guy uh so his like dumb faces there's a, that's you know why he, like, so saitama yeah and this makes sense because he's a very easy to draw person he's bald he yeah. has a very basic face but that's part of the appeal of it all is like he is just literally like a basic guy and uh-huh. he's literally massively frighteningly strong and so to me one punch man is also like 
an anime satire yes. while also still being an amazing anime. It pokes fun at a, a bunch of typical anime tropes. You'll get a villain who starts talking about their backstory only yeah. to be interrupted by Saitama talking about a sale on Saturday. <laughs> like, because he is so above everyone else skill wise, uh-huh. he doesn't take anything very seriously. <laughs> but but he's not recognized. So he he's a that's, hobbyist okay. superhero. And that's what he wants, who though. Is wants he wants to <laughs> join the superhero organization. He wants uh, fans. He wants yeah. to be recognized. He wants to be he wants fan clubs. He wants fan mail. He's like, why does no one recognize me? For whatever reason, any he he defeats all the major villains in the show in one and punch. Gets but no one's little of the credit. <laughs> he gets very little credit. of the credit. So I mean there in comics there have been explorations uh, of what if Superman was bad? Like the boys, Invisible's yep. father, uh, what's his name? Omni Man. Omni Man. This is an One Punch Man is an exploration of what if Superman was bored? Because he, there is no compelling challenge. For oh my him God. In yeah. He's universe. like looking for a challenge, but yeah. can't find one. To anyone who has ever said, like, how do you make a good Superman story? He's too yeah. blah, blah, blah. This anime will interest you because. <laughs> For all intents and purposes, Saitama is a Superman. You know what I mean? Yes. Superman even has a weakness. We don't know if he does. <laughs> we, we have never seen a weakness of just, Saitama. Just, just his inner monologue. <laughs> that's his weakness. <laughs> you know what? And that's, you know what? That's so true because the only reason the anime disaster is ever happening is because he's preoccupied somewhere <laughs> else or being entangled in a conversation like he has no interest in. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so great in that regard. Because like I said, if you were like, how do you have a superhero who, um, who, who can beat everyone? There's a lot of disaster going on. He can't be everywhere all at once. And sometimes because he's so bored, he's playing video games when he should be out saving the day. He can't be everything everywhere all at once. Uh, oh, what a good podcast we did at least like a week and a half ago or something. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the general premise. That's where we start. I don't know release date wise what came first, but I feel like I became aware of them around the same time. But this is very akin or it's a lot of parallels to um, My Hero Academia, another mm. superhero anime slash manga but that does hero. the typical shonen anime, what most people think of an anime as, which is like there's a protagonist. He's striving to be the best. And I'm, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, I got no, you're right. Yeah, route. he's training, he's learning, he's and gonna then, be the best someday. And then this and then is one the flip pan, side. One punch man roasts the shit out of it. Not specifically, but like everything about it as a genre. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really great. So to start off. Saitama, we learn, is one punch man. He can be not defeated. That's basically the first episode. And then he meets his, num- like, the number two of the series, Genos, who mm-hmm. is a 19-year-old cyborg, right? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. know that sounds extreme, but so we, as things will go on, you will be like, whoa, th- there's more? Like, th- there's not only Superman-like heroes. There's cyborgs. There's psychics. There's samurai. There's like, there is everything you can want in an anime uh-huh. 
jam-packed into one story. And that is what makes this truly special to me, is kind of the whole world that they build around Saitama. Yeah. Um, one of the things I love about this, so his origin is he was just a guy who worked like an office job, got really bored and decided Typical. he wanted to become a superhero. So he starts this workout regimen, <laughs> which is, you can look it up. People on YouTube have tried it. People no, they do not. People have Facebook, done this routine. There's a Facebook group. I joined it for a little bit and people try the one punch man workout. Shut um, up. Okay. Tell the viewers what it is. So if results. they want to try it, it's every day running, <laughs> uh, uh, doing a hundred. Wait, before you say it, can I set the stage? All right. He, Genos is this ultimate cyborg who can't beat Saitama. They get to this like ultimate creation in human evolution. It's like half bug, half human, all giant. And they're realizing the strength of Saitama and just like putting it into perspective. And they're like, you have to tell us like this guy is dying for Saitama's secret. He's like, Uh it's the most dramatic scene in the series we've seen thus far. Everyone's like, I'm dying for you to tell me what's your secret. How did you become so strong? And he goes, all right, listen up. Here's what I did. And then Evan is going to proceed with the workout that he did. So 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 lunges or squats. I can't, I can't remember I think which. both. Uh, and then running 10 kilometers, which is about six miles every day. <laughs> and so he does this every day until he becomes the strongest yeah, person. Wait, you're missing the best part is he, in the winter, keeps the AC at full blast. And in the summer, <laughs> keeps the heat that. at full blast. To train your body to withstand the elements. And he says that he did this every single day. And then everyone looks at him and they're like, well, that's just a normal workout. Like that wouldn't have gotten you to God level strength. <laughs> and that's what's so great about this show is like yeah. in typical anime in in Dragon Ball. Goku talks about the years of training he did in the in the supercell and he's like it 10 seconds in there is a thousand years and I trained and trained and blah 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 and Saitama uh-huh. just like doesn't know why he's as strong <laughs> as he is like it's so great like it's it's really good because and so same episode they pull up it's called the House of M it's it's Saitama and Genos and this guy or excuse me not house of m that's a comic book story it's called the house of evolution and so the house of evolution is this guy who is studying to perfect humanity and evolve humans further and so he has a million clones of himself and they they realize because so he tried to grab saitama but saitama can't be nabbed because he's unbeatable mm-hmm. and so they they find out where the house of evolution is and they start to roll up on it and this guy the owner of the uh, the, the house of evolution who has uh, created this he goes we're going on super lockdown mode he goes i'm gonna arm all 10 floors with every single monster we have and it's this real dramatic scene and all his clones are like preparing for the battle and then genos and saitama roll up and genos obliterates it with a fire blast in in 0.5 seconds and he's like <laughs> there i've taken out the target and you're like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute this was just setting up to be like an ultimate battle episode where they need to go floor by floor and Genos rolled up and literally goes incinerate it, which I love when he says it. I just love when he says incinerate and then incinerates things. And he destroys the house of evolution in seconds. And this great promise of story 
is just swept out from underneath us in, in seconds. It's so good. Yeah. One of the things that I, I, I love about this series, it's so lovingly skewers a lot of the shonen anime tropes of like just how like thinly written these a lot of these characters are one of uh the first villains he faces i think it's when he's just starting out on his journey or something as a hero but uh it's like a lobster or a crab monster it's his very first monster i'm i'm lobster man i turned into a lobster because i just loved eating lobster so much (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like all so many of the villains are just like that a lot of the heroes too like I said, it is like poking fun at anime while still like being mega action packed and like very anime heavy. It's like I don't know how to describe it to people. I'm like, if you love anime, you will love this show. You will instantly get what it's going for mm-hmm. and like the jokes and all I've told this to anyone I ever talk comedy with. All a joke is is essentially a bait and switch. Oh, I thought you were going to say or, or do something else. And this show does that all the time and so Mm -hmm. one of the i think the part that hooked me on this show is they roll up to the house of evolution but saitama's like we gotta hurry though because i need to go to the supermarket because it's it's saturday (laughs) and they do sales on saturday and so we have (laughs) to do this fast and so that's his whole thing the whole dramatic house of evolution this guy's studying and experimenting on humans and saitama's like i really need to get going to the grocery store and so (laughs) And they pull up on the ultimate creation in the house of M. It's like, I think they call him monster Kabu tops or something. And he's like this ultimate being. And he's like, you've made me mad now. He's like, I'm going to rage from Sunday to Sunday. And then, so then he starts beating the crap out of Saitama and he's going hard. And we hear Saitama's inter dialogue and he's being beaten around this giant room. And he goes, Oh my God, I might've messed up. And you're like, oh, my God, has he finally met someone that he he can't beat in one punch? And then he goes, he said he's going to rage for a whole week, Sunday to Sunday. And then he goes, that means I missed the sale yesterday. (laughs) And then he one punches this guy and is like, I'm done here. I need to go. It's so funny. It's, it's, it's one of the best anime scenes I've ever seen in my life. And it's, it's what made me a fan of this show for life. It, it's in yeah. the first like one, two, three episodes. It's so yes. good. So amazing. All of the, so I, first I do want to clarify because I feel like when we talk about anime, we're probably more specifically referring to the shonen genre anime is a format it's a medium right it's a very true thank you for the distinction so i want to say that for the more knowledgeable anime viewers i am not an anime expert i love watching anime but most of the anime i have watched or have seen is in the shonen genre because that's what i grew up i have watched a crap ton of anime i would not consider myself an expert by any means but i have I think you're more well versed. Several anime, sure. yeah, rabbit holes. I would say you're. I've watched all of Naruto more than once. If that tells you anything, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, don't tell anyone that. It. It, God, hey, please do not tell <laughs> anyone I'm that big of a nerd. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is when we're talking. When we're throwing around the, the phrase anime, I think we're referring to like the, yes. the shonen style. Um, Thank you. Uh, but this does such a good job of scaring it, but also competing directly with it mm-hmm. all of the action of- is so supremely 
animated. It's super kinetic, especially in the first couple episodes. That was one of the things I was blown away by. It was just like how kinetic and like engaging the action scenes were. Because that's what I... And it's it's better to me than like a Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z action scenes can just be like the little fast dash lines of punches going by each other. And then like them being punched into big rocks that explode. Like mm-hmm. You don't actually see that much. Like it's, yeah. Well, this I mean? you're in the action of it all. Another thing, like you said, that I really enjoy is Dragon Ball Z is notorious for having a fight go 20 plus episodes yeah. where this will comedically have fights end in a show. Like someone you think is going to be like a real big, bad problem for them. Saitama will destroy in seconds. And I feel like when I say that to someone who has not watched or heard the series, they'd be like, how's that fun or dramatic? And it just is. And there's other characters and other things going on and there's people you're invested in. And so it's not just Saitama, but like, it just is. And he's looking for competition. He's looking for someone that he can actually fight. And so him and Genos, Genos is the cyborg he met. And Genos recognizes his power and is instantly like, will you will you be my master? Like, will you teach me everything you know? Which Saitama knows nothing. Which <laughs> that's what's great, too, is he's not like some yeah. wise, like Superman the Boy Scout, the moral code. Like, Saitama has none of that. For all intents and purposes, Saitama's just a guy, like a regular guy who has Superman powers. He's not like... And so, and that's why he stumbles into being a superhero. It is for a noble cause-ish, but a lot of it is in, like, I I would love to be recognized for being (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What... They do so many of the tropes and it's again in one of the early episodes, it might be just before House of Evolution, but he is facing off against this cyborg gorilla, I think. That's what starts the House of Evolution. This cyborg gorilla villain starts monologuing about his origins, about how he came (laughs) to be as a a cyborg gorilla that is a villain now. And Saitama keeps trying to interject, but he keeps getting, he's like, okay, but, and he gets cut off by the gorilla, like continuing to monologue. And this bit goes on for like a couple minutes. And, you know, the first couple episodes are funny, but I was like, oh, like, this is the show. It's and top it's tier so comedy. very funny. It's very unexpected. And it's almost like, uh, I don't want to say it can go over your head, but I could easily see someone watching it and being like, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm not really understanding why he's like doing that. But you just got to know, like, he's bored. <laughs> That's probably the main takeaway. He's bored. No one can challenge him. He lives in City Z which is abandoned now because there are so many monsters and he just still lives there because it's not a worry to him. It's <laughs> yeah. probably cheap rent. That's probably uh-huh. a big part of it too is the rent probably. is cheap. <laughs> uh-huh. He's also bald, which uh, which was a result <laughs> of his training, right? Of, yeah. Yeah. His training made him go bald. I love that. So like, strenuous. what is that? <laughs> and he's like a little self-conscious about it. He, he totally is. So to skip around, there becomes this group of extremist activists who steal a bunch of power suits they're called or whatever uh, and they're like iron man suits and they're they're called the paradisers and they believe no one should have to work 
unless they want to. So kind of like socialism, <laughs> communism, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure, but so they're the paradisers, and they go around destroying buildings and institutions, but they're all bald. And so the news is like, be on the lookout for any bald <laughs> vigilantes. And so he's like very self-conscious of this. And so this is the only thing that draws him to action, though. He wasn't like out patrolling <laughs> the streets and he ran in across the Paradisers. He saw on the news the Paradisers were giving bald men a bad, bad. name. <laughs> and so, and of course, he goes out there and people are like, oh, my God, yeah. he's one of them. And he's like, no, 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 no I'm a hero. He does. It's great. <laughs> Everything it's he does so is self-serving. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And Genos is like the opposite. Genos is like, I'm going to perfect myself to avenge my family and protect those who can't protect themselves. And so they're like a great dichotomy because uh-huh. Saitama is the one in the power position, but Genos is the, the one with good intentions and wanting to actually get stronger and train and do things where like Saitama doesn't care about any of that anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's like he has whatever the opposite of main character syndrome is. It's like he's just a guy living his everyday life. And then all of these side characters will populate this world and come in and and base their entire existences around him. Like Genos comes in to be his disciple. And then he ends up living with him. And he's like, no, dude, you can't move in. But Genos (laughs) is like, I have rent money. And it's like a lot of money. And and Saitama's like, yeah, when can you move in? (laughs) Like it instantly changes. But there's a villain, uh, Speed of Sound Sonic, who like. Who considers him his arch rival. A rival. But they're like nowhere. Saitama can't remember him. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Saitama just thinks of him as a pest. He's like, oh, why are you here? Yeah, and so that's a great point. A Speed of Sound Sonic is one of the best characters because so instantly they introduce him and someone goes, isn't that name kind of redundant? Like Sound sound of Speed Sonic? Like that's the same thing. Like, so it's great. And um, him and Saitama get into a battle. And the only reason it ends awkwardly is because Saitama sticks his hand out to get ready for a punch. But Speed of Sound Sonic tries to dodge and he ends up accidentally nut tapping him, giving him just a little... Just a little light graze of the testicles, which any guy knows could hurt. Not like bad, but just enough. Uh And so they're like both really awkward. So they just leave the situation. (laughs) And that's the only reason that fight doesn't get resolved. You know Uh what I mean? It's so funny to see (laughs) just like Saitama going about his life. Like you said, he is just a guy who has these powers. And Genos, um, so Genos and him. When they realize, when Saitama's like, well, I'm not getting any pop. No one knows me. Well, I don't have any popularity. Genos is like, well, maybe it's because you're not registered as like a professional hero. And of course, Saitama just has no idea about any of this. Because <laughs> he's so just good. a guy. He's just he's a He's just a guy. guy. <laughs> yeah. And so there's a whole hero organization who rank heroes based on their abilities. Well, so there's a lot of things they rank them on. They also include popularity, popularity which I think is, is interesting. It's one of the metrics. That's, yeah. that's one of the metrics on <laughs> what rank. But so it, it's you're either a hero class C, a hero class B, hero class A, or a hero class S, which I know this is a popular thing in like many things like S class or SS double plus class. I've never understood how A class is not the top. It drives me absolutely bonkers in anything. I've accepted it at this point in my life because I've seen it in so many media or whatever, video games. But Uh just what is S-Class? Does that stand for special? I don't don't get it. From a quick Google, S-Tier may mean superb or super and may originate (laughs) from academic grading in Japan. 
Oh, see, I didn't know that. But so S tier, there's only like 17 or there's like 19 of the S tier heroes or something. They're like yeah. the elite of the elite. And so Janice and Saitama both go to the not auditions, entrance tryouts, exams. Entrance exams. Yeah, tryouts. Yeah. It, it, no, you have it better. It's so <laughs> tryouts because there's literally men there with like stopwatches and clipboards uh-huh. <laughs> and like they look like refs or like gym coaches. It's literally tryouts at, at yeah. their local uh, hero registry. Genos immediately gets into <laughs> either class A or S. But he gets S tiers. He he's the bottom of S tier, which is still uh, he jumped. Yeah. Most people get put into C tier just because you are starting. But Genos was so good, and well, so there's a physical portion and there's a writing portion. <laughs> <laughs> so Genos got perfect scores on both. Saitama got perfect scores on the physical but got like one point on the written. So he gets put at the bottom of seat class. He's literally the worst of them all. And he's baffled. And so they do it in a really funny fashion. Genos opens his results. And he's like S tier. I knew it. Like, like uh, how, how easy I knew I would be at the top. And then Saito, and then Genos is like, this now. Genos is like Saitama. I bet you are definitely going to be S tier. Like if I'm S tier, there's no way you're not. And they unveil it and they see the top of C it's such a dramatic reveal. And the top of the C looks like the top of the S. And they're like, oh, C, I knew it. And they pull it out fully, and it's C. And they're uh-huh. de- they're both shocked. And he just failed the written portion. <laughs> Genos literally was like, that written portion was so much easier than the physical portion. Like, they really talk it up, too. Like, uh-huh. And I think they said, like, we only let him in because he got such he set records on all the physical portions. They're like his written exam was so bad. We would not have let him in if he didn't set records in every physical category. And it's hilarious what they do because he's in like a just like some short shorts and he just like they like do a jump and he like jumps and hits his head into the ceiling. They're like, whoa, never seen that. (laughs) Like they're like do uh, side by sides and he does like like Dragon Ball Z fast. So, yeah, the first couple episodes are like a little more one off adventures. But then once you get to the the hero organization, yeah, it starts to expand the world a little bit and. You get introduced to so many more heroes and a little bit more into the 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 monster hierarchy as well. So there's similar rankings among uh, the monsters. But the first episode that kind of demarcates that for me is the Sea King episode. Yeah. I want to say. Yeah. It's great. So the sea people start taking over the the earth. And it's it's terrifying, and it's raining, and there's tidal waves, and it's 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 pretty chaotic. I I bring up this episode because this is one of my okay. favorite characters, maybe my favorite hero in the whole series. It's the introduction of Moomin Rider, just a guy who rides so, a bike. What's the so what this show does to <laughs> to set up your point? This show is really good at power scaling, which sounds ridiculous because like uh-huh. we have this end all be all character in Saitama, but before Saitama ever shows up, they will show you just how strong this villain is. And so Uh like a bunch of a tier villains try to take him on and they get obliterated super fast. And so Genos and I believe bang bang is martial art master S tier rank number three. So he's big, bad. He's a martial artist. He's really old. And uh-huh. so Genos and him try to stop him, and Genos is even struggling. Genos 
gets like blobbed with a thing of acid and is almost taken out. And if Genos is in trouble, you know it's serious because we've seen Genos handle every single problem almost instantly. And so that's what I love about the show is they very much love to show you like, oh, this is a big deal (laughs) with these, yeah, with these side characters or just like regular humans. And they're not afraid to show people just like getting destroyed, which I love. They play with the suspense. Because obviously this whole series is premised around anyone being able to be beat by One Punch Man. And so it's they flirt with the suspense of it because you're like, like okay, oh, wh- oh, are we building here? it up? Yeah. And so, <laughs> but to get to your point, Saitama is like very far away. And he, at first, so there's all these cities, city A, city B, city C, all the way to city Z. And that's kind of where the heroes are like in charge of. We don't really know. That may consist of all of Earth. I don't really know exactly its territory, but they just, they love to show you the disaster level of it all. They will kill millions of people to show (laughs) just how big a deal this villain is. But so this is the first introduction of of something like that is this Sea King King monster. And Saitama just happens to run into Moomin Rider. Moomin Rider top of class C that's his claim to fame he's class C number one and he always refuses to go up to class B because he's like I know my place and we've seen him help people get cats out of trees help Uh people like cross the street he's like a friendly neighborhood he's a good Samaritan yes a good Samaritan and so he is great though so Saitama runs into him and he's on the phone with the hero association but Saitama's bottom of sea so he doesn't get told yeah, he doesn't get the pertinent call. information yeah he doesn't uh-huh. get the call but they're like Moomin Rider we need every hero in the area and Saitama's like oh where should I go like he just needs to know where he should be and so then Moomin Rider and him Moomin Rider has him on the back of the bike and it's great it's such a great scene because Moomin Rider is like are you scared at all Saitama's like not really <laughs> And he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm not scared either. Like Moomin Rider's like trying to pump himself up and like yeah. get ready for like the fight of his life. And Saitama's just dead face holding on to the back of his, like riding the, the rain hitting him. And then he he's riding on pegs and he's like, you know, if I ran, I think I might be faster. <laughs> he's like, it's, which is so true. I don't remember exactly why, but they get separated. And uh, Moomin Rider shows up to the scene first. It's one of those, another one of those scenes that really just like sucks you into the show. And so there's a bunch of people in like a football stadium shelter like area. And they have watched hero after hero, like a class. Now S class has lost. They're like Mm -hmm. freaking out and they're like going to die. And they're like, the heroes can't save us. Oh my God. And so Moomin Rider shows up. And does his signature justice crash where he essentially is riding as fast as he can. And he just throws his bicycle at the (laughs) sea king and it obviously does nothing. And the sea king kind of like shushes him away a little, not much, but then all the people in the stadium are like, come on, Moomin Rider. You're our last hope. You got this Moomin Rider. You can do this. Like you got this. Like, and it's like a, a goosebump type moment in uh-huh. an anime. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're like, yes. You oh my God. He's about every, to ascend the, class. The strength yeah. of everyone. Yeah. The strength of, yes, Evan. Yes. They build up this whole thing, how he doesn't want to go to class C. I, I'm not good enough for class B. I'm a moment rider. I could. And so he's a little bloody, but he stands up and he almost like Captain America's it a little. He's like, I could do this all day type thing with the, with the crowd cheering him on. And they're all like, you got this. Like it's a full on roar. Like it's a sporting event. And the sea King fucking picks him up and starts doing what the Hulk did to Loki and just (laughs) wails on him. Whack, 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 boom, 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 and just throws him to the side. 
And the whole crowd goes dead fucking silent. <laughs> and everyone's just aghast, like uh-huh. jaws on floor. <gasps> and in that moment, they're all like, that was uh, our last hope. They're like, uh-huh. that. all the heroes are down. Like, what? we're dead. And Saitama shows up. Saitama shows up. <laughs> and he, like, has his moment. They talk a little. And, of course, he fucking takes him out. I don't even think his punch makes contact. He just gets, like... A full swing in, though, and just stops right in front of his face. But the wind from his punch, <laughs> it obliterates him cell by cell. And what's really great about this scene is the whole crowd now just saw Saitama do this. But one douchebag is like, oh, these heroes, they don't mean shit. Their rankings don't mean anything. Like, we had S-class uh-huh. heroes here. They couldn't do anything. And now the bottom of C-class ended up uh, beating them. And so people start like, faltering in their faith of heroes a little uh-huh. we start hearing the jibber jabbers and the talk and they're like yeah that is what is that all what does that mean so saitama for once like falls on his sword a little bit he's like ah thank god all the other heroes weakened him and i could just show up at the last second and take all the credit and they're like and he the crowd's like what he goes you crowd you go tell everyone how i saitama defeated this monster all by myself and the crowd turns on him, uh-huh. but is revitalized. Like, oh, the heroes yeah. wore him down. So their yeah. like, faith in, in the hero society For is sure. rebuilt, what even a, though they villainize Saitama a little. What a and he has a few hero scenes moment. of like this, where yeah. he's fighting Tank Top Master, which I just love. There's a whole gang of superheroes <laughs> that are Tank Top themed. <laughs> And it's a persisting thing. Like it's there's one of them in S class, but then he's like inspired other heroes yeah, that tank like top follow tiger. him. <laughs> there's I black think that's tank the first top. One there's we meet. Tank, yeah, we meet tank top tiger first, and a lot of these heroes try to haze or raz Saitama or whatever you want to call it, and mm-hmm. he 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 can't be f- fucked with. So like Snakebite is one of them. He's a class A hero, and he's like, we got to show you new guys what we do here. And he's got his snake bite stance. And he tries to fuck up Saitama and he literally like backhands him away. And he's like, oh! <laughs> and so these heroes are slowly starting to recognize like, Who oh, this dude is, is powerful. Yeah. But the general public now really kind of hates him and thinks yeah. he's a dick. <laughs> uh-huh. It's so good because that's all he wants. Fan adoration. And <laughs> it's the one thing he can't get. It's so uh-huh. great. So after that one, I think it starts the, the alien, alien invasion. Arc. Yeah. Because yeah. that's when you really get to see the hero organization step in. Yes. And they call like, all of class as heroes. Now, Evan, I'm going to test our friendship on okay. air. I sent you a YouTube video. Did you watch the YouTube video? I didn't watch. I was. I knew I didn't you didn't watch, watch the video. I watched like 10 minutes. Okay. The video essentially is just all the S class heroes. Dude, I was fighting the sleeps this morning. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry to test you on air, but <laughs> you failed. Okay. Yeah. So we get to meet every S class hero. And once again, this is just another one of those things that really hooked me into this where I was just like, I fucking love this show. We meet just the most motley crew of heroes. So there is one episode earlier where we meet a a couple S-class heroes. Bang! We meet Drive Knight, who is also a cyborg like Genos, and we meet who is maybe my favorite S-class hero because he's the most interesting and shrouded in mystery. Metal Knight. And so Dr. Bofi. Yeah, isn't Metal Knight also potentially Genos' rival? Or am I misconstruing? Possibly. 
It, it could yeah. be that. So before we get to the alien invasion, I got to talk about the asteroid. Asteroids coming towards Earth, they are told to evacuate, but it's still going to do devastating damage. Genos is like, I'm not evacuating. I'm going to take it on. And he tries to use his fire blast to move it. And him and Bang, there's a great moment where Genos is like, Bang like inspires him. He goes, if this is a last ditch attempt, like mm-hmm. to save yourself and everyone, you can't hold back. And so Genos like rips out his robotic heart, puts it into his fire arm cannon, and it like does an ultimate Kamehameha, if you will, of fire <laughs> at an asteroid coming at Earth. And it's so glory, it's so visually stunning and glorious. And then bang the the old karate master, excuse me, kung fu, whatever, I don't know what he is, martial arts master. The, he goes, Oh my God, you're moving it. And Genos is like, really? And he goes, Oh no, I'm sorry. I, I don't think you actually are. It's just <laughs> such it's such a bait and switch, dude. It's so good because it's the last ditch attempt. Genos is putting it all into this uh-huh. one final blow. And Bang is just like, oh my God, you're doing it. And Genos is like, oh my God. And he's like, oh wait, no, I'm sorry. You're not. It's so good. But so anyways, before that, Metal Knight shows up. Now, Metal Knight is almost like a, a Tony Stark. where, But so he doesn't man his robots. He has like droids he sends out. Mm-hmm. And so he sends this ultimate battle droid. And he's like, oh my God, Metal Knight. I knew the S-Class heroes wouldn't let us down. And Metal Knight's like, I'm just here to test my new missiles. And he like launches off all his missiles. And he's like, failure. I guess I should at least save this robot and takes off. <laughs> and you get a little glimpse that like, oh, the S-Class heroes, while extremely powerful... They don't really give don't a shit. shit. It, yeah. yeah, they're like too powerful. You know what I mean? The hero mm-hmm. organization cannot control them almost, if that makes yeah. sense. They're all and ego so, driven in some way. Yes, they're all ego driven, except for I'd say Genos and maybe Bang, who is S Class uh-huh. 3. And so uh, they're two we follow Bang. And so, but then Saitama shows up jumps at the asteroid destroys it and gets and people get mad at him because little bits of asteroid destroy like their cars and their apartments instead of the world being destroyed they're mad that he like destroyed their car or like Uh it's so funny dude it's so classic (laughs) that's our first look at the s-class heroes and then drive knight who is also a cyborg walks past genos and goes metal knight is not your ally he is your enemy and then leaves Typical drama-filled anime. Because that's what... We we still have no payoff to this, though. Yeah. So in the anime, we still have... Yes. So Genos was a human whose village was destroyed by a cyborg. And so when in the ruins of it, he has been turned into a cyborg himself. And he's going to avenge his family and protect those who can't protect himself. That's kind of his whole thing. And so Metal Knight could be that villain. But so... uh, to get back to the alien invasion, they summon all of class S and all of them show up except for the number one hero whose name is blast. Uh-huh. And we have no knowledge of him, uh, but he's the number one hero. He doesn't show up. He's too, has he's he too shown up in the series at all yet? I don't think he has. I think in the manga, but not the anime. Okay. Okay. And so it's coming, I guess is the way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also Metal Knight just doesn't show up because he doesn't show up anywhere in person. He always sends a robot, which is just so badass to me. I don't know. It's like a better Tony Stark, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Imagine if Tony was at every single meeting, just an Iron Man suit, and he's like a million miles away, though. <laughs> That's, um, there's, that yeah, other, there's another superhero who's a kid in Class S that sends robots yes. as well, though. 
He is like a technological type kid. His name is Child Emperor, Kid Emperor, uh-huh. uh, depending on the translation. And he was Dr. Bofi's assistant for several years. Mm. But he is a literal child. He's S-Class 5. He, he and Metal Knight are maybe my favorites, which tells me like I'm techno. I love the tech, tech people. Uh-huh. And so uh, Child Emperor uh, has like a backpack that has like almost like Doc Ock or like Gizmo from the Teen Titans would be a good That's comparison. A good, oh, good call. Yeah, Gizmo. good call there. Yeah, Gizmo's a great wow. comparison for Child Emperor. He, <laughs> one arm like pulls out a laptop and he's like doing calculations on it. He's yeah. got like everything he needs in his backpack and he's always got a lollipop in his mouth because he's a fucking kid. <laughs> That's just what I love about this show is there's so many great anime moments. So we got to go through some of these heroes though. Yeah. Is there's Watchdog Man who is just like a badass fighter who is in, is a, in a dog, dog suit. suit. Yeah. In a furry dog suit. all fours. Yeah, and he goes around on all fours and he fights like a dog and he's an S-class hero, so he's badass uh-huh. as hell. And he is super territorial, so he only guards City Q. Well, I love this. What the fuck? So the I love this. Dog. He's the watchdog, bro. It's so good. And then there's also Zombie Man, who what can't die. Oh, okay. <laughs> can't, he's a zombie. Can't die. He beats people with like axes and machine guns. Uh But so he's more like a long, he's like a marathon fighter. Mm -hmm. And this is what I'm saying is just the diversity in the S class. So I'm just trying to jump around and get as many random ones as I can. And then there's the most powerful one we've seen, I'd say, which is terrible tornado or tornado of terror, depending on the translation. And she is S class two. She's also like a tiny girl, looks like a kid, but she's a psychic. She's the world's most powerful Esper. And do you want to know what I love on my most recent rewatch? I realized the term Esper is just E-S-P-er. It's one who ESPs. So I don't know why. I love that when I found that out. So she's the most powerful. And so she's not strong in the sense of like physical strength, like most of the S-class heroes. She's just a psychic and she can, she's on all, she can make herself fly. She can toss people halfway across their world. She can stop people from moving. She's just so badass. Here's a question for you. Yeah. Have you read or gotten into, watched um, Mob Psycho 100 at all? A little. Well, only a little. That's, that's another. Not as that's, much as I should. It's by it's the same writer slash artist one. Is it? Okay. It is, so you might enjoy it. It's similar in tone. I've heard amazing things about it, so I need yeah. to check it out. But so it's worth a watch. I just I love this diversity of S class heroes because to me, it's just so anime. It's they so, were like they all have their own signature from, moves, styles. Yeah, they all have their own they signature all style moves. They all yeah. dramatic have dramatic backstories, and then there's cyborgs. Then there's uh-huh. magic and espers. There's so much lore and so much world to be found, and there's mystery behind Metal Knight and intrigue. I love how they do it because it's so typical anime fashion, while still making fun of of the same <laughs> thing they're doing. It's so uh-huh. good at that. And so the alien invasion is where we meet all these S class heroes. Realize they are all very ego driven. But then uh, they have to take on this horrible alien invasion. And while they're trying to like take on the cronies, if you will, the number twos and threes and fours that were sent down to Earth, Saitama is broken into the ship and like destroying it from the inside <laughs> and takes on the big bad. One of the most incredible fight scenes I've seen in a long time. I've watched the first just season that. a couple of times, but I've rewatched that episode specifically just to watch that fight scene. It's worth a revisit if you haven't seen it. Seasons one and two are on Hulu. 
season yeah. two gets into more of an overarching arc. So Saitama in classic fashion is like preoccupied. <laughs> There's a, a karate yeah. tournament going on and he is <laughs> imposturing someone who entered to learn more about martial arts. Uh-huh. And so he is Chirunko. And the great part of this whole arc is due to last year, the winner had a, a mask on a wolf head. They have banned all head coverings from the, the tournament, but he needs to wear this wig to Uh pretend he is who he says he is. So the whole tournament arc, which any good anime has a tournament tournament arc arc, and it's always, it's always one of the best, but the whole anime is him trying not to lose his wig. (laughs) So he doesn't get disqualified. (laughs) And what's also great is there's another guy in the tournament Uh who takes out every one of his opponents with one kick. They set him up pretty well. They set him up like, is this the one kick man? Are <laughs> are they are they rivals? It's so good how they set this up because we've seen him win time and time again, and yet we're still able to fall for it. I'm like, oh my god, this is the one <laughs> kick man. This is it. This is the fight. Like, and then they also at the same time at some point. Yeah, and then at the same time they're building up the human monster Garo who's uh-huh. a hero killer for all intents and purposes is his whole goal is he's just going around killing professional heroes, which is pretty classic because we get to see all these classic heroes. And as Garo's on his reign, the monsters realize this is a great time to organize attack. Whereas yeah. before they were kind of like lifeless, mindless monsters. There's now a monster association. Like there's a hero mm-hmm. association. The monsters organize. Yeah. So Garo was a former student of Bang, the martial arts master. Yep. He was the number one at the dojo. Tronco's the number <laughs> no two. No Tronco erasure. <laughs> there was a big drop worse. off, according yeah. to Bang himself. That's what's so great is they do these dramatic things where Bang's talking about his dojo, and he's like, I had Garo, my number one student. And then Saitama's like, isn't Tronco one of your students too? And he's like, there was a big drop off between the others. <laughs> it's so funny uh-huh. to me. So here's my season two is the Garo arc. It's not fully resolved by the end of it. That's not resolved. I was reading the manga for a long time. And I don't know that I'd ever gotten to a point where that arc was resolved. Have they? Garo becomes a bigger. No, Garo becomes a much bigger deal. So I recently rewatched season two. And that was a little bit of my complaint was like, man, we really don't. They go to great lengths to keep Saitama away from the action. And I just want to see the, the face-off with Garo, but it's like, that's Well, well what's funny is we're, <laughs> we're building up a, a, a fight between him and Garo. Saitama accidentally whooped the shit out of him without even knowing it was Garo at one point. Yeah. <laughs> which is so great to me because it's just a reminder like, we, hey, you're building up for this fight. Oh my God, this, this big bad fight. But then casually Saitama like accidentally flicks him uh-huh. and he goes flying through a wall. It's just a reminder to the audience. Garo's still not on his level all season long. We're waiting for this fight, the yeah. buildup, the anticipation. It's a season long gotcha almost, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like Garo leaves and is like, I have to get stronger. So it's, it's good. It's still the anticipation. He's still going to, he's probably going to go eat some of those monster cells that we saw that turn humans into half human monsters. Speed of sound um, Sonic was debating eating it. I don't know. I don't know do you think he, he will? He's so he's Saitama's quote unquote rival. That, I, it's so funny. I think, I think he has to because that's what they're setting up. But I also feel like he's he's you know, kind of a villain, but 
he's set up to be kind of he's part of the gang essentially in he is my part opinion. of the gang so i don't yeah. know that he's so in our journeys though saitama jumps from bottom of c to like c7 and that gets the heroes talking they're like i've never seen a as big of a jump as that ever and then he moves up to b and then the b bullies start to like come and like you like, either work with us or yeah. you're against us. Uh-huh. And he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just so unconcerned with it. But yeah. then the B, B class one, uh, Bad Blizzard, who is Terrible Tornado's sister, she like gets a glitch. We totally skipped over one of the best characters, King, King. who in season two, King First is two considered the strongest two. man alive. King is S class seven. He's the only like quote unquote normal human to reach that sort of level. He's got a 10 in strength, a 10 in durability, a 10 in uh, endurance, a 10 in popularity. He's a fraud. He's a fraud. That's the first thing we find out. He's is just been he's at the never... scene of the crime wherever Saitama was. It's so He's funny. been taking the credit that Saitama should be getting. And everyone, and, everyone talks and about so the, now he, he's the like an intimidation engine. factor. <laughs> oh, go on. Talk about the King Engine. Everyone talks about the King Engine. The monsters say, like, you can, you can hear this thumping engine. And then he's inner monologuing. And it's like, that's just my heart oh, beating oh, through my chest. Like, and he's he's got, like, a bead of sweat that the audience sees which it, to indicate, like, he's nervous as shit. And he's like, oh, my God, what do I do? But he's got such a stone-cold stare that, uh-huh. like, monsters will run away from him now. His reputation precedes him. Uh-huh. And so he he do, he is able to do some good in that, and he's also kind of like a hype-up man at times. So and while he is not a traditional hero, King is one of the more interesting characters we get a, a, a look at. They strike up an unlikely friendship, and they use it to their Over advantage. Over video games? In the final episodes of season two. Um, there's, I mean... I feel like plot-wise, there is a lot that happens, but also not that much. That's why I wanted to talk about these heroes. They're so cool and unique. Who would you say is your favorite hero? So, ah, it's so freaking hard. Main character hero I like the most is Genos. Mm -hmm. I love Genos' story. I love his fight scenes. His fight scenes are, to me, what makes the show so great. I would say B class or like B character wise, but S class hero. It's either Watchdog Man for the mystery of it all or Metal Knight for the mystery of it all. Uh So those are my S class ones. But then A class, this is a random one. I like Stinger, just a guy in like a black bodysuit who's got like a, a, a staff that has a sharp thing on the end. I'm remembering. He was in the yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's a random one. B class, I would go with Saitama. He's my favorite in B class. And then C class, Moomin Rider! <laughs> okay, what about you? Who are your favorites? I don't favorites? know if I have a favorite for each class. Uh, Moomin Rider, because he's just the good Samaritan. He's the, the yeah. hero spirit that you wish kind of was in Saitama. <laughs> like, you wish he had a little more power. You wish he had those heroic moments, but he just does. He just gets shit on he repeatedly. He does none of them. Oh, it's so good. There's in season two. He's in the hospital for most of season two. He gets his head smashed in repeatedly oh by Garo God. into yeah. the ground, and it's bloody. And you feel so bad because he's just such a good guy. Garo has 
Garo and Genos have some of the best fight scenes. Garo's fight scenes of him. And that's how they keep the show interesting is they'll switch perspectives. So we follow Garo for a while on his hunt for heroes. Garo strikes up a friendship with a child who has a a hero almanac. And what Uh I love is he keeps going back to the child to get information on the heroes he's hunting. And he's like, come on, give me that almanac. He's like, sell it to me. When in reality, Garo could just take it you know what i mean but he doesn't he keeps going back to like strike up conversation with the kid Uh and talk about these heroes because at the core of it i think garo kind of likes heroes he he He, just wants a friend i think yeah i think that's it too he just (laughs) wants a friend (laughs) um favorite fight scene oh there's so many the end of season one is what comes to mind first between um the, the alien overlord where he's talking about his grand prophecy where one day he would find a, a, a worthy opponent that he goes, oh, it's so great. I'm going to recap it. That's my favorite fight scene. I'll yeah. recap one other one after. But so he goes, the, uh, this a- alien goes, long ago, I found a, I heard a prophecy of one who would be able to match my strength. I had long forgotten of such prophecy because no one has been able to satisfy me. He goes, I forgot about that prophecy until today meeting Saitama the build up <laughs> they do for these things we know he's gonna win in one punch actually yeah. I'll argue he so... won this fight in two punches yeah. one punch destroyed the alien's armor which is in classic uh, Dragon Ball Z fashion he goes that armor was holding back my real power <laughs> so <laughs> then he gets like more beefy it's so good it's so good how they build these things up cause you're uh, like oh my god he didn't do it in one punch is this his match Nope, it never is. (laughs) No. So there's that one, and then there's the Elder Centipede in season two, where it takes a lot of different heroes fighting it, and it lasts a couple episodes, and I really enjoy uh, just all the fights against the Elder Centipede, this ginormous, long purple beetle that literally withstands being incinerated. It, like, reforms itself. It, It looks invincible, and I just love... That's just... To me, that's what I love about anime is like, yeah, they beat the villain. And then the villain's like, no, that wasn't my final form. And you're like, what? Like, that's just as a kid. Those were the moments I lived for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, For me, I had to look it up. So obviously Mm -hmm. the alien one is it's probably top tier in the series. But my other one that I had to look up because I couldn't remember exactly what the monsters were, but it's in the early episodes. It's Saitama versus, I think they're called the Subterraneans. Yeah. It's underground. There's lava flowing around. Just the animation of it is so cool to watch. It's incredible to watch these fight scenes. It's, again, like I said earlier, it's kinetic. Uh, it's not just like the, the dashy lines that you see in Dragon Ball Z. Um, and they vanish so, for yeah, a second. That one visually, that like I recall that so vividly. Because he's like fighting in his pajamas too. It's, he is, it's like a yeah. really random fight scene. <laughs> he um, oftentimes is getting interrupted by things, which is just so great to me because like he's like a, almost a reluctant hero. He's like a lazy hero. He wants the admiration. He just doesn't want to put in the work, even though it absolutely takes him no work. That's what's so funny is he still finds it a burden, even though it's literally nothing to him. Yeah. What are our closing thoughts? Well, you could start. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. What's, what are your closing thoughts on One Punch Man? Let's wrap this up. Uh, this is 
absolutely a must watch anime series even if you haven't watched a lot of it i think a lot of people will roll their eyes at anime tropes sometimes and this show is rolling its eyes right along with you it's not super plot dense yeah. there are a hundred characters they introduce frivolously just Story for the entertainment that, yeah. of it and so you can have it on in the background there is a dub on hulu if you want if you don't want to be reading subtitles you can just have it on tune in at any point and it's very funny visually it looks great when any times they're fighting a lot of the times that I'll, I'll i'll just have it on and then if it's fighting i'm like oh hell yeah i love watching genos's action scenes because he does he has yeah. all these crazy mechanical Moves evolutions and, yeah and then he's always got an inner dialogue that's super epic yeah it's so good and then but like when you really pay attention to what this show like the writing of this show it's just <laughs> so 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 funny absolutely watch it it's been one of my favorite newer animes that i've seen in the past couple of years yeah I think you you said a lot of the really great things. It's um it, it's a different look at that Superman type character and it's not a different look in the sense of like what if Superman was evil, which is what we normally see. Anything that's just like a fresh take always interests me. So I think that while you do need to understand some basic anime tropes, I don't know this would be a first anime I recommend to anyone. If you are into anime, you're going to love this show. You're going to giggle. You're going to laugh. You're going to pause and be like, wait a minute. Did he really? Did, is that how that just happened? You'll rewind for a second and be like, did I? What happened to the House of M? Or excuse me, what happened to the House of Evolution? So there's like some laugh out loud moments, some beautiful fight scenes, some really goofy but fun backstories and like, side characters and other stories and speed of sound sonic has this whole one-sided rivalry and we get a <laughs> glimpse into the the world of professional heroes and how the top dogs are like egotistical it touches on a lot of really great and broad elements while at the end of the day just also still managing to tell a really good and dynamic story uh -huh. with something that should be a story stopper yeah. and i think that's really impressive uh so one punch man Seasons one on and two Hulu. on Hulu. Yeah. It's also available as a manga and there are two versions. So uh, I think the original version is probably maybe a little bit further ahead. I haven't checked in a long time, but you can also check out the, the manga. The original is still running. I didn't yeah. realize that. So if That's you want to get ahead of where the series is at, go check out One Punch Man, find the manga somewhere. And I think that'll do it for this episode of Two Dudes Watch Cartoons. Yeah. If you want to write us, fun one. yeah, write us at Two Dudes Watch Cartoons at gmail.com. Tweet us at Two Dudes Watch. Uh, comment on our pictures at Two Dudes Watch Cartoons yeah. on Instagram. And make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a rating wherever you get podcasts. Also, watch The Circle on Netflix every Wednesday in May. Woo! Two Dudes Watch Cartoons.